0: Effective Living with Reverend Henry Hubert. May you be blessed as you listen. Now, the message. We have been studying about developing right attitudes for success. And um, so far, we've seen that one important thing that determines success is our attitude. Amen. And... uh, there is such a need, a necessity that we develop the right attitude that will enhance our success in life. We have seen so many examples in the scriptures how the wrong attitude are affecting people, affecting um, their efforts, how Two people do the same thing and get different results. And uh, we've been looking at seven different attitudes that we can develop. And somebody asked me, could there be more than the seven? Uh, my answer is yes. But I believe that if you have the seven, you'll do well. You know, every other... Attitude that you may come across, some way, somehow, has a connection to this seven. Some way, somehow, directly or indirectly, overlaps with this seven. So I took time to carefully put out this seven. Amen. So we've looked at integrity, we've looked at generosity, we've looked at humility, we've looked at self discipline. We've looked at resilience and uh, I want us to look at confidence. Everybody say confidence. On Sunday we're going to do the last one and that we'll be, will be looking at excellence. And then we'll be done with um, attitudes. Um, God willing, next month we'll be looking at seven critical principles of success. Because when you have the attitudes right, then you should be able to now know how to put in place certain principles in your life. Hallelujah. So what is confidence? Everybody say confidence. We'll begin with the scripture in Hebrews 10, Hebrews ten, thirty-five. 35. It says what? What does it say in your Bible? That's why it's good to have a Bible. What does it say? It says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has a great reward. So confidence has rewards confidence rewards people that means when you don't have confidence you will lack some important reward or important blessings important benefits you're going to lack it are you here so confidence do not cast away your confidence that means you need to have your own confidence not resting on someone's confidence but you need to have your own confidence. Hello? Now, confidence is defined as believing in your own ability to do what it takes to be successful. Hallelujah. So, confidence is what gives you the boldness to be able to say, I will succeed in life. Hallelujah. The boldness to say, I will do well in life. The boldness to look into your future and say, I'm going to be great. That's confidence. Confidence is when you can before people who don't believe in you and tell them give me 10 years you hear about me that's confidence confidence is believing in your own ability to be successful it also means having a very good and healthy self-esteem that means that you have a personal respect for yourself a personal acknowledgement of your self-value hello a personal acknowledgement. You're able to come to the place of sitting down by yourself, looking at your life, and then concluding that you're an important person. And this self-value is not coming from anything external. For example, it is not coming from your qualification, it's not coming from where your hometown is, it's not coming from where you are living now, how much money you have, it's not coming from the people you know is coming from within you hallelujah so the question is why is it that sometimes people cannot just be sincere about themselves you ask people where do you come from they can't even tell you hello it's lack of confidence if you really have confidence you are not depending on anything external why is it that people tell lies oh i know Uh, Mahama is my friend, Uh, this is my, you know, people say all those things, why? Because they are depending on external things to feel important. Confidence is when you are not depending on anything external to feel important. Now, why is confidence important to success? Because in this life, you will realize that not everybody will believe in you. Not everybody will believe in you. You have more people don't believe in you than those who do. Why? Because our society evaluates people based on the external things I just mentioned. For people to think you amount to something, they are looking at your qualification, they are looking at which family you came from, they are looking at how much money you have now, they are looking at who you're living now. Hello? Uh-huh. Some people ask which area of a crowd do you stay? It's a shaman. Mm. Mm. Hello? Yeah. So people use external things to evaluate you. So most of the times, people won't believe in you. If you read the book of John, chapter 7, take me to John, chapter 7, verse 3 and 4, you'll see that Jesus' brothers did not believe in him when he started ministry. His brothers therefore said to him, Depart from here and go to Judea, that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. Verse 4. For no one does anything in secret while he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. Verse 5. For even his brothers did not believe in him. Hallelujah. Jesus, there was a time his own biological brothers did not believe in him. He had to believe in himself. And that is confidence. Hallelujah. Confidence is when you you believe in yourself, irrespective of what people think about you. Confidence is when you can can be able to say who you really are. Jesus was not afraid to always stand before the crowd and say, I am this. Confident people are the ones who can say, I am. Everybody say, "I I am. Say it again. Say, I am. One of the problems the Pharisees had with Jesus was because he was too confident. And the world always hates people who are very confident. Hallelujah. Because The world likes people who don't know they are left from their right. People who are always looking for validation from the public. Public opinion is what determines for them who they really are. But Jesus didn't wait for anybody to tell him who he was. He comes out and says, i am the bread of life i am the light of the world i am the resurrection and the life i am i am i am he knew who he was his brothers did not believe in him the pharisees did not believe in him Hallelujah. but he knew who he was amen that is very 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 important now we want to look at confident people the characteristics of confident people number 1 confident people are, are, are sure and positive of themselves as unique and valuable people with unique abilities they believe that they they are valuable like i said they believe that they are unique and they believe in that they have unique abilities all right the second characteristics of confident people, they are not afraid to speak their mind, hallelujah. As far as they know is the truth, they speak their mind. They are not afraid to make mistakes and they take responsibility for their mistakes and learn from them. Confident people take risks because they are not afraid to make mistakes. People who don't have confidence cannot handle failure because they take failure personal. People who don't have confidence, anytime they fail in something, they give you the interpretation that then it means they are failures. So they don't take risks in life. People who are not confident are always asking the question, oh, what if I try this and I fail? That is their language. What if I fail? So anytime they conceive an idea, or they, they want to attempt something, There are so many people, do you think if I do this, it will work? And then when people say, no, I don't think it will work, that's all. They coil in. And so, for lack of confidence, many people have buried a lot of great dreams because they are afraid it will fail. And when it fails, people laugh at them. Hello? But confident people don't care who laughs. A confident person will prefer to attempt something and he fails so that he will learn out of it than to sit down, fold his hands, and do nothing. And so you see that when you are not confident, you can become limited. In your potentials can become limited for fear of failure. Especially when people are telling you it will not work. And the truth is, any vision God will give you, you will have more people who will tell you it won't work and so when we come to study vision you will understand that it is necessary for you to expect people not to believe in your vision in the first place before you start hello because if you are expecting that they don't believe in it you will not be surprised when they don't the next characteristic is that they don't feel small when other people are praised people who are not confident anytime other people are praised near them they feel very small they cannot handle the presence of other competent people near them they cannot handle the presence of gifted people near them people are not confident they always want to be the only champion don't try around so if you are gifted and close to them they will heckle you there are certain environments you reach, you see a lot of business people doing the same business. They can still they, they, they hang around each other and they do well. They are both doing well. You can tell all of them are confident. Some people cannot handle gifted people. People don't have confidence. They see competition as if it's a wall. Hello? But the truth is that in this life, there's competition. But it's not a wall. When you see
1: two gifted
0: people who are both confident, they compliment one another. They learn from each other. They are happy with each other's success. Hello? Yeah. And they, they are just happy doing the same things and doing it well. Hallelujah. Yeah. They wait for others to commend them. People who are confident they don't blow their own trumpet. Hallelujah. People are confident, they do their best, and they keep quiet. Because their self-esteem does not come from the praises of people. People are not confident, they need praises, excessive praises from people to feel good. So anytime they see crowd, they always want to excessively overperform. They want attention from people to feel important, to feel good. And so they never give up their best until they see people. That means that people who are not confident, they are not predictably excellent. Why is confidence crucial to success? Why is confidence crucial to success? Let's look at that quickly. People who are not confident cannot work well in a team of gifted people. And so, people who are not confident, they are not team players. They can't play in a team. They can't work together with a team. They prefer to always work alone. Because once you put them in a team, they feel they have disappeared. Hello? And people who don't have confidence, they always want to be seen. So if they work in a team, the team gets the credit, not them. You understand? Especially if the team is made up of gifted people. Number two, they... People who lack confidence, they cannot accept correction. They see correction as a rejection. You correct them, they take it negatively. They interpret it negatively. You know, I've had people who complain about very good people who want to correct them. You hear them saying, oh, this man is envious of me. This man doesn't like me. This man doesn't see anything good I do. But there's difference between correct Or let me say objective criticism, and somebody who just wants to condemn you. In this life, you need people in your life who should be able to point you to things that you do wrong. Because whether you like it or not, once in a while you will do things wrong. Are you here? Are you here? You will sometimes do certain things that are wrong. So you need people in your life, especially people who know better than you. Alright? Because Correction doesn't mean everybody should correct you. <laughs> it's not everybody you allowed to correct you. Correction means people who know better than you should be able to tell you this thing is wrong. And you accept it with wisdom. But if people don't have confidence, they cannot be corrected. Anytime you correct them, they get angry. Anytime you correct them, they get angry. So such people... Cannot be properly mentored and coached. People who lack confidence cannot be properly trained to excel. They prefer to hang around people who praise them for everything they do wrong until they fail. That is why lack of confidence can make people fail in life because they cannot handle correction in a very positive way. Confident people are not result oriented, as put about that. They commit only to things that will give them personal credit. Hello? Yeah. So they can't work well in a team. They cannot build effective systems that are independent of themselves. People with confidence always want results connected to themselves. Hmm. Such people, if they are doing any work at a the workplace, they don't teach anybody. Ah in systems, you know, when I say system, system means that you have a mechanism in place that will make things go well even when you are not there, that's a system, and when we say building up system, it means you are taking yourself out, so whether you are in or you are out, things will still go well, that means there's a system, (laughs) all right, and that is what Jesus did. Jesus was not afraid to leave this earth when he knew he had finished his work. Yeah, listen. Jesus' ministry became bigger after he left. That is success. His ministry did better after he left. In fact, he told the disciples, you should be able to do greater things than I do. He taught them everything. He taught them how to heal the sick. He taught them how to raise the dead. He taught them how to preach. He taught them everything. He built a system. Many, many businesses will die. The day the founder dies, the business will collapse because the owner of that business doesn't have any confidence. So the business is not operating on a system. It's operating around himself. He knows all the secrets and he doesn't share with anybody, not even his wife. There are certain businesses that when the owner dies, even the wife cannot run it because the wife doesn't know anything. <laughs> Even the keys to some of the doors, the wife doesn't know. <laughs> Insecure people. But when a confident person starts something, he quickly begins to build systems. And that takes us to the next one. He builds succession, know how to train people, how to delegate. People are confident, they do everything. They do everything by themselves. They will never train people, they will never delegate people, so they are not effective. If you cannot delegate, you can never expand anything, you start. And it's not only so with business, everything, everything. But people who are confident, they will not delegate to anybody. They were telling me, I don't trust any human being, no.
1: <laughs>
0: But you know what they are saying directly, they don't trust themselves. Confident people don't believe in themselves so they don't trust anybody. Because not everybody is bad. It is not good to trust everybody but you still have to trust somebody. Otherwise, you are living dangerously. Hallelujah. Alright. The next one. People lack confidence. They cannot develop succession systems. When I say succession, it means what happens next after you. People lack confidence do not believe that somebody else that passed through their hands should be greater than them they see that as an indictment that is why sometimes certain people leave a particular office and their is that once they have left there everything should feel have you seen that before right why because the mindset is that when they leave and things get better it will mean they did not do well so they even personally put mechanisms in place to make sure nothing works there i see pastors who leave a church and their desire is that that church should never go the church should never do well in fact some of them they will catch the church and catch the assessing pastor <laughs> i mean yeah why do you think they do that lack of confidence because if you believe in yourself, you should believe that you have done something. And even if nobody saw that you did something, God sees it. And God is the rewarder for what you did. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. It should be your desire that everything starts should never die. Hello? Yeah. Everything you start should not die. And everything you start should become better in your absence. It is to your credit. <laughs> It is to your credit. I mean, this thing is so serious that sometimes some parents don't even wish their children to become better than them. I've seen women who sabotage their own daughter's marriage. Haven't you heard before? So if you see anybody who believes in pouring out himself into others, empowering others to become greater then you see a confident person and the reason why some people will never be great is because they keep everything to themselves and sometimes the very people god will use to open doors of greatness for you you have crippled all of them under you and you want to be the only one that will rise (laughs) the reason why some people are never going forward in life is because they have become the stumbling block to other people who are behind them? All right. Let's answer the big question. Now. Everybody say big question. big question. Everybody say big question. The big question is: Why do people lack confidence? Let's try to study a little bit of psychology. All right. Now pay attention, because this is the most important part of teaching. The reason why people lack confidence. If you find out that some of the things I'm saying now applies to you, I'm not here to condemn you. I want to help you to change. Amen? All right. The reason why some people lack confidence is this. There is an ideal environment that God created all human beings to be born into and to develop healthy self-esteem from. And anytime people are deprived of that ideal environment, the consequence is low self-esteem. I want to explain this again. Give me your attention, everybody. This part is very important to me. You know, there are certain plants, when you plant them in a particular type of soil, they don't do very, very well, all right? There are certain plants, they like a particular kind of soil. Hello? Some cannot survive a particular kind of soil. That is how God created a human being, originally, before the fall. Are you here? So, we are created by God to be born into a particular ideal environment. Let's look at the kind of environment that I'm talking about. The first one is a home where both parents are together and in love. Now, when a child is born into a home where daddy and mommy are together and they are in love, it has an impact on their self-development. So we begin to examine ourselves. Hello? Because immediately the child begins to grow and either daddy is not there or mommy is not there, certain things are not going on well in his or her mind, as a child. The next one. A home where children receive love, care, and attention from both parents. Now, so those of you are parents, I believe you are listening. This is how children evaluate their parents' love. Children measure the love of their parents from how much time they spend with them. I'm talking about attention. You can buy all the gifts for your child. If you don't give your children attention, they interpret that to mean you don't love them. Hello? All right. They need attention and care from both parents. Both parents. If they have it only from one, it affects them somehow. If they have it from none of them, it's it's dangerous. It's serious. Hello? The next one. A home where children are equally loved and affirmed for who they are and not what they do. Hallelujah. Children want to be loved for who they are, not what they do. And when children are corrected in love and trained to develop good character, when children are properly trained and they know they have good character, as they begin to grow, it gives them confidence. I've spoken with people who know that there is a problem with their character. They know it. They want to improve on their character. But for now, they know that there's a problem with their character. It's, it's demoralizing to people. Yeah. So when you train your children, you teach them the right things, they grow up, they know how to behave themselves well, how to conduct their lives well, it's a confidence booster. The truth is, these four ideal home environments that I just spoke about, only a few people have that privilege, isn't it? Yeah. I know many people grew up in polygamous homes. Polygamous home is full of competition. All the um, women are competing for one man's attention, they drag their children into a war with single mothers, some grew up with single fathers, some grew up with aunties, who never cared about them, never loved them. Some people grew up with stepmothers, a whole lot of things. Many people suffer abuse, hello? Abuse, verbal abuse. People have been told all their life, "You are good for nothing." <laughs> How can somebody who's been hearing this since he started growing up, "You are good for nothing"? How can that person grow up and be confident? It's difficult. All right, these are the things that destroy people's self sense of confidence and self esteem: rejection, abuse, lack of affirmation, and lack of proper training. So. What do you do when you find yourself in this condition that you need God to come through and help you? And God has always done that. Amen. I said amen. The issue about low self-esteem is that when it's there, no medicine can cure it. No medicine can cure it. It's very terrible. But you need confidence. The Bible says that it has a great recompense of reward. Confidence is a rewarder. If you don't have it, you can't withstand the challenges of life. Because every now and then, God will give you a great dream. Every time you come out with a great dream, people will come out and tell you, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? If you read Genesis 37 verse 10, let's go there. Joseph had a dream. (laughs) And when he had a dream, the interesting thing that happened is that Nobody gave him encouragement. Can you imagine? Genesis thirty-seven, are you there? So he told his father and his brothers, let's look at the action. His father rebuked him and said, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? Verse eleven. And his brothers did what well envy him, but his father kept the matter in mind. The Father rebuked him. The brothers envied him. Every time you come out with a great dream, you want to achieve something in life. Every time God begins to deal with you, and God begins to speak great things into your heart, and God begins to tell you that you can amount to something, you can do something significant, you can achieve something great. Don't expect everybody to just be happy and be clapping. David, I like David. He said, Psalm 27, verse 1, he said, the Lord is my light and my Salvation, whom shall I fear? He said, The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies rose up against me to eat up my flesh, they shall stumble and fall. Verse 3. I like verse 3. I like verse 3. He said, Though an army may encamp against me, or an army may lay an ambush for me, my heart will not fear. Against me in this, I will be whole confident. David said, "I'm used to war." <laughs> he said, "War never scare me." And I said, "If David is a confident man, then every child of God should be confident, because confidence, true confidence, comes from God. It comes from who? God. It comes from God. So let's look at." Some of the characteristics of people who don't have confidence. One, they are always controlled by other people's opinions. They don't have their own mind. They never do what is right. They do what people think is right. They they live their life to please people. People don't have confidence. They dress for people. They walk for people. Everything they do is for people. They never live for themselves. Somebody's simple frown affects him. So they cannot be focused to do what they think is right. People are confident, they are not predictable, controlled by other people's opinion. That means if somebody says he's foolish, it really gets to them. If you insult a confident person, he won't mind you because he knows who he is. If people say something about you and it really gets to you, you lack confidence. If somebody says you are not good and you know that you are good and you believe that you are good, it will affect you. Who people lack confidence? They just want to prove a point. Ah, that guy said, I'm not good. I'm going to show him I'm good. So the next five years, that's all he's doing. He leaves everything else. He just wants to prove a point to somebody. The interesting thing, the person trying to prove the point to the person not even watching. <laughs> next one. They have excessive crave for attention. It's because they never had attention at infancy. Hello? You get it? Everything children were deprived of at infancy, they compensate for it when they grow. But demanding excessively for it, unless God comes through. All right. Next one: titles, titles, positions. People lack confidence. Hey, don't try to remove them from a position. You are in trouble because position is everything to him. If you try to move him, he will kill you. It's like you are taking away his life. Titles, and hip and hip and hip and hip upon themselves. If you are very confident, tattoos mean nothing to you. People call you by your first name, you correct them. You correct them quickly. I am Mrs. So So and So. You better call me well. Better look at my finger and call the name well. Praise God. Everybody knows you are married. If you are confident, you'll know that you are not marrying to become important. You are marrying because it's time to marry. You don't marry to become important. You are important before you're married. Before you dress, you are important. That is why God didn't put clothing on you before you came. You were born naked. Dress doesn't make you important. Shoe doesn't make you important. The kind of phone you use doesn't make you important. A car doesn't make you important. You don't have a car before you feel important. If a car is what makes you important, you are miserable. Because when they steal. still <laughs> Trouble. Trouble. No. You, you don't need a car to, feel in, to be important. You are already important. In fact, it is because
1: you are important. That's why God gave you the car. Hello? You are important.
0: That is why God gave you good marriage. That is why God gave you a house. because you are important he's not giving it to you before you become important no you are important before you have have. titles will never make you important if you are not important a title won't make a difference let's close up with this how do you develop confidence when you self-examine yourself when you evaluate yourself in the light of the many things we have talked about and you begin to realize that you need to develop confidence. Because if you, don't, if you are not confident, it will affect your success somewhere, especially when God begins to lift you to the place of leadership and influence. You lack confidence, you will never be successful as a leader. God put a business in your hands, you cannot build that business, you become great. I admire one man, a lot. His name is Steven Jobs. Steven Jobs is the man who invented the Apple computer and all the Apple products, iPhones, iPads, iPods. He died of leukemia a few years ago. And he knew two years ahead that he was going to die. But he never did anything to cripple the multimillion dollar business that he started. In fact, he recruited more competent team that will expand the business after his death. Today, Apple is still a formidable international business with an annual turnover bigger than the GDP of Ghana. Annual GDP of Ghana. Apple makes more money annually than the whole Ghana. One man's business idea. Hello? Yeah. Once well, somebody has done that, some people are killing their own initiatives quickly. I heard one pastor said to me, I will never toil for somebody to come and eat. And you know where that pastor is now? He's struggling in a village still. Because what you don't sow, you will never reap. If you see somebody will not count one, you will never count two. So lack of confidence has been a limitation, and all of us here tonight will need to see the importance. If you want to be successful, you need to be a confident person, you need to be free of people's opinion. Amen. Because if you derive your value from people's opinion, they will control you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the thing is, everybody wants you to go in one direction or another. So, how do you develop? One, associate with confident people. That is the first thing. Deliver yourself quickly from people who are not confident. Hallelujah. Yeah. Deliver yourself. One way you can tell is the kind of advice they give you. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. The kind of advice they give you. Associate with confident people. Relationships influence. Hello? Relationships have powerful influence. So if the people... You hang around with confident people, it will begin to have an effect on you. Don't associate with people who have low self-esteem. They don't believe in themselves. Avoid them. Next one. Set small goals and achieve them. Every time you achieve a goal, it boosts your confidence. So if you have a great dream, put that dream into compartments of goals, little goals, and embark upon achieving one goal at a time. The
1: beginning was what? Small. So start small and don't despise little beginnings.
0: It is better to set a small goal and achieve it than set a bigger one you couldn't achieve. Every goal you achieve boosts your confidence. And when you achieve one goal, always create memories of that goal. Never throw away the memories of past success. I mean, the memory of your past success boosts your confidence about future success. Like, give example. When David stood before King Saul, and King Saul said, you can't kill Goliath. David said, give me a chance. I will finish the guy. That's confidence, isn't it? Because they are telling you, the king should be encouraging you, he said, you can't. This has been a fighter from his youth, and you are now a youth. That means the time this man started fighting, that was the time you were born. (laughs) David said, let me give you one reason. I've killed a lion. I've killed a bear. What was David doing? He was recalling the memory of past successes. So every time you achieve something, create a memory of it settle with it, but don't throw away the memory, because every time you remember previous success, it motivates you, it encourages you, that you can achieve more. The same God who helped me to keep the lion and the bear, the same God who will do what? Who will give me this first time. I'm going to bring his head down. And he did he do it or not? He did it. Amen. And there's little good are your rehearsal for greater goals. Amen? Yeah. Alright, next one. Prepare adequately for any activity before you start. The more prepared you are for what you want to do, the more confident you are. If you aren't prepared for anything, you lack confidence. Expose yourself to more knowledge on personal development. Whoever typed this, expose yourself to more knowledge on personal development. Personal grooming. That means your whole life. From the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, how you live your life, if you don't know a lot about it, your confidence will suffer. As you start growing in life in the 21st century, there are things you must know. That's what I mean by personal development. For instance, simple use of toothpaste. How to brush your teeth. Have you ever thought of the fact that there could be more about tooth brushing than what your parents taught you? Mm-hmm. So find out. You'll get to find out that there are many... Different type of toothpaste that you could use in a day. <laughs> there are certain functions when you are invited to go, you just realize that there's trouble coming. And I tell people, you never know who you're going to become. Okay? I'm understanding. Mm. Fifteen years ago, John Muhammad didn't know he will be president. Neither did his wife. Knew she would be first lady. So there are things when you are growing, you should learn them. That's what I mean by personal development. Yeah, dress nicely everywhere you go. Do you know dressing affects your confidence? Right, so that's clear. Improve on your competence. Whatever you are gifted in, whatever is your passion, whatever is your career, improve on it. Improve upon your competence. Do things and do them well. Amen. And when you do that, you won't see another gifted person as an enemy. As a hindrance to your, I mean, your, your promotion. Operate in your area of strength and gifting. Live a principled life. Next one. Meditate constantly on God's love. This is what I want to really talk about. Meditate constantly on God's love for you and confess it to yourself every day. The most powerful source of confidence is our relationship with God. Hallelujah. So if you grow up in life, you realize that for no fault of yours, you never had the privilege of growing up in an ideal home. You never had the love of parents. You never enjoyed the best when you were growing up. You realize that you have developed very, very complicated, damaged self-esteem. You know it. There is one way you can help yourself out is to meditate on God's love, there is no other love that is more powerful than God's love. There is no other love that is greater than God's love. So your father may not have love you, but God loves you. Your family may not love you, but God loves you. Your parents may not treat you but God loves you so much He wishes the best for you. And the Bible says that great love. Has no man done this that a man should lay down his life for another?
1: God commended
0: his love to us that when we were sinners, he sent Jesus to die for us. One reason why Jesus died for us is because of love. He loved us so much. So God loves you. Listen to me. God loves you because you do things right before you knew him before you decided to live holy <laughs> and to do things right he had made up his mind he loves you and so the love of God for you is not conditional in the Greek call it the agape it means love that is not conditional God is not saying live holy before I love you. he said, so get close to me to be holy simply means be like him to be holy means be like God he said, "Be holy because I'm holy. Be like me." But it is not what makes him to love you. He loves you not because you do good. He loves you because he has decided to make you his child. Listen to me. David never had any love from his parents. Psalm twenty-seven, verse ten. When my father and my mother forsake me, <laughs> where did David derive his confidence from? God. His relationship with God. David is one man who understood the love of God so much that he knew how to walk with God. And the God called him a man after my heart. David is one man who knew how much God loved him. If you understand God's love for you, be so close to God. And you become a confident person. Amen. Your confidence will come from within you. That is what the Holy Spirit does. When it comes within you, he gives you a revelation of yourself. He shows you your potential. He shows you how strong you are. He shows you the great things it will do you. He said, the Lord will
1: take care
0: of me. My father and my mother forsake me. The Lord will take care. And I want you to know tonight that God loves you more than anybody does. Amen. He loves you. He cares about you. He cares about you that he calls you his child. And if God calls you his child, then you are the child of a very, very great person. That makes you great also. Amen? Yeah, that makes you great. He said, behold, woman of love the Father has given to us that we should be called sons and daughters of God. So we meditate on that, on the love of God for you, and you confess it to yourself every day. Hello? You confess it to yourself every day. What you hear repeatedly, you become. Amen? Amen. You confess the love of God to yourself every day. You speak to yourself. I am a child of God. I am born to be great. God loves me. He cares about me. I am loved by God. My father may not love me, but God loves me. My mother may not love me, but God loves me. You confess the promises of God to yourself every day. And the Bible says that that is where strength is derived from within that is what made david come to the place of saying the lord is my light and my salvation he didn't say where i come from is my strength he didn't say my qualification is my strength he said the lord you see David didn't nothing to boast about he had nothing to lean on he was strict that ordinary person would depend upon to feel important David had none and so all his heart was in God he said the Lord is my light and my salvation hallelujah now fear nobody such a confident person he stood before Goliath do you know what Goliath did to David when he saw him he laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. when he was about to stop laughing, he started laughing again and laughed and laughed. And that is enough to make you shrink and run away. <laughs> if you are not a confident person, you couldn't stand before Goliath. After he laughed and mocked you, you know, sometimes there are people you meet in life, they can just reduce you. You know, they are noted with certain words. When they speak to you.
1: Yes. Powerful words.
0: They will dress you well. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why confidence is important. Because you will meet people who will tell you you are not worth it. You don't have what it takes. You can't do anything. You will meet people who will give you a thousand and one reasons. Go and at David. And after he finished laughing, the next thing he did, he cursed David. It's in the Bible. First Samuel 17. Let's see it. He That means that God was not just a fighter, he was a spiritualist. In fact, God means sorcerer. Um, It means what? A sorcerer, a diviner. So the guy was a spiritualist. And that is why he knew that Saul had lost the anointing. The reason God wanted one to fight him was because he knew by divination that there was no soldier in the camp of Israel who had the anointing I thank God David was not in the army God was praying.
1: something in you. Yeah. We have in vessels,
0: that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of man. Sometimes you have to go through certain things, and people look at the things you are going through, and they you off. And he's secretly preparing you. He's secretly preparing you. If you don't know what you go through, you need to have confidence in yourself. He said, come to me, I will give your friend to the best and the best of the field. But let's listen to a confident man. We're about to close. 45. Then David responded. Confident people don't keep quiet when they are intimidated. Confident people, they don't keep quiet. After you finish bluffing, they speak out. Somebody say, I know who I am.
1: He said, you insulted my God, today I'm going to discipline you. If right. <laughs> you, you do something, I'm going to said, I'm not afraid of you, your services can be, but I'm small, but there's a big God behind me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big gun behind me, and I'm very good with this stone. I am good at it.
0: because if you are not competent you will talk big and achieve nothing if you are competent you will talk and back up your talk with results may the Lord bless your life in the name of Jesus may the Lord bless your life hallelujah they that put their trust in the Lord shall be like man's the Bible says that the wicked flee when no man pursues them but the righteous shall be bold Like the lion. The lion is one animal. He doesn't run away from any other animal in the bush. When he's coming around, other animals run, including the elephants. They run. He never runs, he walks majestically everywhere he goes. And when he sees an animal, the first thought that comes to his mind is food.
1: Uh, elephant, giraffe, of them, food.
0: Every animal is food to him. Bold, confident. Confident. Bible said, when you are righteous, if you believe that you are righteous, and that will give you boldness. Hallelujah. It give you boldness. You are the master of your own world. You are the king of your life. You may never have the chance to be king of a nation, but at least you must be a king of your life. Amen. By today's message, you can contact Reverend Hubert on 030-340-7970 or 024-33-11201.
1: Remain blessed.